Hello and welcome to Inside the Folder, a podcast that takes a look at a series of shorts I created called The Steel Dossiers. I am your host, Francesco Di Francesco. Uh, before I get into today's episode, I need to make a few corrections of uh, what I said in the Undertaker episode there. And that is when the Undertaker was facing the Undertaker, I said he left because he got injured. Uh, that's true. In some aspects as well it was also part of the storyline of when yokozuna threw him into the coffin and the undertaker raised up uh, through the titantron there as well wrestlemania 9 was just roman theme uh the only reason i said egyptian is simply because when uh, those two beefy guys brought him out brought the undertaker out on that funeral chariot it looks like egyptian garb to me so that's why i said egyptian and uh it wasn't van Hoosen or van Helsing. uh i might have been thinking of van helsing or la coffee van Hoosen or whatever it is but the wrestler is dan Helsing. uh very evil very good yes yes uh so those are the corrections i'm gonna make and with that said today i'm going to speak about a person that when the full moon rises in the dark of night That person becomes a werewolf. Yes, yes. Today's episode is all about werewolves and Howl at the Moon. Uh, Before I jump into that Steel Dossier short, uh, Howl at the Moon, uh, let's talk about the werewolf folklore first. So now, the werewolf legend is extensive and has been the subject of many stories throughout the world, and chances are a few nightmares as well. A werewolf, or occasionally called a lycanthorpe, is a human with the ability to shapeshift into a wolf, either purposely or after being placed under a curse or affliction with the transformations occurring on the night of a full moon. No one is certain where the werewolf legend originated. However, it has appeared in Greek mythology and early Nordic folklore. So let me... (laughs) I I looked up these two... um, uh, legends, I'd say, and uh, let me let me tell you the stories. So, uh, the Greek myth is called the legend of Lycanon. Lycanon. Uh, hopefully, I'm pronouncing that. But Lycanon uh, angered the god Zeus when he served him a meal made from the remains of a sacrificed boy. As punishment, the enraged Zeus turned Lycanon and his sons into wolves, and the sacrificed boy he actually brought back to life. Uh, so that was that's that Greek myth. And then the Nordic folklore, which is entitled The Saga of Ball Songs, tells the story of a father and son who discover wolf pelts that had the power to turn people into wolves for 10 days. Yes, no longer, no shorter, just 10 days. Uh, the father and son duo then donned the pelts, transformed into wolves, and went on a killing rampage in the forest. So... They kind of had fun there, but their rampage ended when the father attacked his son, causing a lethal wound, and then the son only survived because a kind raven gave the father a leaf for uh, a leaf that had healing powers to it. Yeah, kind of interesting. Two little uh, old legends, I'd say. <laughs> but how does one become a hairy creature under that moonlight? Well. The most popular one is by being scratched or bit by a werewolf. However, um, uh, another one is being placed under a curse. And some legends state a werewolf transformation uh, by an enchanted sash or a cloak made of wolf pelt. Sort of like the Nordic uh, folklore that I just said there. 
And uh, there here's, here's some other interesting ones that I discovered as well. In some cases, in some legends, in some stories, the body of the person is rubbed with a magic ointment that can turn them into a werewolf. Uh, drinking rainwater out of the footprint of an animal or from certain enchanted streams uh, were also considered effective modes of metamorphosis, which is kind of interesting because if, if you drink if you drink rainwater out of let's say an elephant do you turn into an elephant then based on this but according according to those folklores if you drink rainwater out of an elephant footprint then you would turn into an elephant i don't know if it would be under the full moon but that's what that is um so if you ever see a werewolf how do you kind of stay clear of it and the most popular one is silver silver is the is one of the ways to kill a werewolf, um, mostly popularized by a silver bullet or a silver blade. However, uh, in werewolf folklore, there were remedies to cure a person from this disease. In medieval Europe, three methods were used to cure the victim through medicine such as wolfbane, surgically, or by exorcism, and of course, many of those cures advocated by medical uh, medieval medical practitioners proved fatal to the patients so no matter what happened the patient always uh, got the worst brunt of it there is another story of um another way to cure uh, somebody from from being a werewolf is um making them exhausted so i think it's i think it's a european it's a european remedy where they would have the person work all day non-stop that way when there was a full moon they were too tired to transform and go out at night killing people um the the werewolf folklore is kind of extensive and large i try to break down just like i always do just like just scratching uh dipping the toe in the water of these folklores um but yeah the, the werewolf or the wolfman you know there's many there's many great movies out there tv shows uh there's action figures there's books there's t-shirts again just like bigfoot the werewolf is actually uh another sort of icon in pop culture and hopefully after hearing this you kind of discover more um more in your your journey of uh, looking up bigfoot but right now i'm gonna send you to um a sound clip uh from a movie that uh, is quite hilarious and quite the cult classic, I would say. Um, I'm going to play that clip now. It deals with a werewolf. And when we come back, I will, uh, I will say where that clip's from. And I'll jump into the Steel Dossier short, How at the Moon. So see you in a little bit. And get the hell out of here. Welcome back. All right, so that little clip you heard, <laughs> kick him in the nards, that little clip is from the 1987 horror fantasy movie called The Monster Squad. Great cult classic movie. I highly suggest you check it out if you haven't seen it. And uh, I kid you not, I actually referenced that little scene in Howl at the Moon, which speaking of, let's get right to the short. So 
interesting enough, this is the third short film that was released under the Steel Dossier series. However, this was the last short I actually filmed for that season one, um, season one, uh, just for season one. Uh, actually, actually, I did, I, I did start filming one other short, but it didn't get completed. Uh, it was called The Martian Invasion. I'll get to that eventually uh, as to why like I, I didn't continue to film that. I'll get to that at the end of all these shorts. I'll, I'll do sort of like a wrap up uh, episode of this explaining what happened there. Uh, but I will say eventually uh, the Martian Evasion does get finished uh, for season two. But I'll touch upon that when I get when I get to that one. So um, where was I? Yes, this was the last one I filmed. Uh, and as you can see, because it was the last one on the desk is, uh, you'll see in this episode, I'll, I'll touch upon it when I get there, on the desk is when Arthur Steele's uh, desk there is at its fullest, along with one more extra item on the shelf. But I'll get there. Uh, I simply want to talk about, before I get there, uh, why I chose to do this episode on a werewolf, spe specifically uh, the Wolfman. I always loved the Universal Monsters. And when I was writing these scripts out, I wanted to put a universal monster in there. I didn't want to do Dracula. I didn't want to do Frankenstein because Dracula and Frankenstein always get done. Uh, there's vampire stories for, for if you read all the vampire stories or movies and all that kind of stuff. It's 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 a lot of material there. So I don't want to do a vampire uh, Frankenstein. I didn't want to do simply because. Well, how do you do a Frankenstein monster? There was at one point where I wanted to do Bride of Frankenstein, but because of everything that was going on and because it was only me and my sister, I, I didn't want to do Bride of Frankenstein. And then I remembered, I remember, well, wait, wait, before I get there. And then there's also the Invisible Man. And I thought about doing the Invisible Man. And it's just like, how do I do the effects for the Invisible Man uh, to show that he was there? I had some ideas didn't go through with them simply because um, I didn't think I could pull off those effects quite well. And the mummy, I couldn't do a mummy. I'm going to wrap someone in toilet paper. No, no, I couldn't do the mummy. So I remembered, oh, and the creature from the Black Lagoon. Again, couldn't do that one. But I remembered uh, because I have a full, uh, I would say entourage, let's call it, of props and costumes and all those things. I remembered a long time ago, I purchased a uh, wolf mask and wolf uh, gloves, where it looks like it's like wolf hand gloves, wolf man sort of hands. And I went, perfect, I can do this. Um, the only thing was, is the mask, the mouth doesn't move. So I couldn't really do the, like moving his, uh, his mouth. Uh, so I thought, how can I bring this wolf man to life? in this uh short and the way i thought about it was i can do his arms his hands because i didn't have the hands uh and show those and and to show the wolfman that he's there uh i did the trick this is the first time uh i this is the first time in these ser in this series where you actually see the point of view from the monster uh so i kept it that way and the only way you can tell it's from the monster is because it's shot firsthand uh, point of view style and it's done in this kind of red glare so it's like looking through his red eyes 
and I'll get there uh, when um, when uh, I go through the the short. Uh, so that's the reason why I wanted to do on the Wolfman. Uh, I wanted to have originally the idea was to have one universal monster in each season. That doesn't happen, at least not up to the recording of this podcast. But that's that was the goal. So the Wolfman I wanted as number one. Uh, and yeah, yeah, like I said, I love the universal monsters and and all those and all those creatures there. So. So that's why the Wolfman is uh, Howl at the Moon. And with that said, obviously it starts off with the intro video. And then it gets into the title card. And I will say this one is probably my favorite title card because of the moon placement. I had the moon as the O in Howl. And it's a little bit bigger than the regular text there, the regular font. And then the Wolfman, a silhouette of the Wolfman. Uh, I was going to say wooing, howling. Howling. Howl is in the name. Why would I say wooing? No, the, and then the wolf fan silhouette howling at the moon there. And uh, this one, this one um, starts off with um, me hiding. Well, not me, but starts off with steel hiding in the in the bushes there. And the voiceover is, "How did I get here? I started this one this way just to mix it up." Uh, because the other one started at his desk. This one I went, let's start it in the middle of the story and have Arthur Steele say, how did I get here and go back? So then it goes back it flashbacks to the beginning of all this. And uh, as I said, since this is the last one, this is the, this, this is the last one I filmed. Uh, this is when the desk and shelf, the whole set is at its fullest. As you can see in the top left, hand of the screen in the t in the left corner shelf there's a cyclops statue so to steel's right uh i also at the same time ordered a little statue of medusa however that didn't come yet in the mail i think they were both coming from like middle europe and um i didn't i didn't get those in time well i got the cyclops in time but i didn't get the medusa in time to add her in there um, yeah, and then that, and then my sister's arm makes a second appearance. Uh, it's hilarious because, uh, she's not credited in the actual films themselves, but on, uh, IMDb, I, I do put, like, mysterious arm, and I wanted to keep it that way, where, like, who, who keeps dropping off these, um, notes and everything onto Steele's desk, so she drops a mysterious package, and then the phone rings. Now, this was purposely done. I don't think anybody's picked it up, or if they have, they haven't noticed. But in that shot of the phone, you could see that it's not plugged into anything. And that's a little timbit that I, I leave little timbits here and there of um, like the phone's not plugged in, but it still works. Because I wanted I want people to realize that Steel does dabble in sort of this enchanted, mythical, magical realm. Which is why the cigarette is always the same and doesn't like there's no actual smoke or tobacco or anything like that. It's, it's just little hints of he's still part of the realm of this magicalness and he uses it to his advantage as well. But nobody picked up on that yet. I don't know if they were being nice and like, you know, you didn't plug that in or you, you can see that. But uh, no one has mentioned that anyways. Uh, but moving on, uh, uh, Arthur Steele gets a call from Baxter Talbot, who is played by Ilya. And Ilya is a great, great actor. I wanted him to play another character in the series 
I wanted him to play another character in the series. However, it couldn't get done. This was the script that couldn't get done simply because uh, the area that I wanted was under construction, so I couldn't reach there. Um, and then over time, because the area was under construction, a couple of the other actresses uh, sort of dropped out. Uh, but I, I really like Ilya. I think he's a great talent. I worked with him on a show. Funny enough, get ready for this name of the show. It was called Operation PMS. Um, it's about aliens that come down and let me just leave it there. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I always think he's a tremendous talent. I always like working with Ilya and I wanted him to be a part of this somehow. And um, I will say, I will say there are plans to have his character return hopefully he wants he he would want to reprise this role uh Ilya, if you're listening to this uh hopefully you want to reply reprise your role of baxter talbot but this time you'll be seen on screen uh but i'll i'll talk about that when i when i get there the idea i have but uh, I'll, I'll talk here so he plays baxter talbot which is a reference even the dialogue he says is a reference to uh, 1948 film Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. So that film is horror comedy done well. It's actually, it's a horror movie with these comedy characters in the horror movie and both genres respect each other. This is the only time it actually works. And Lon Chaney Jr. Uh, reprises the role of the Wolfman playing Lawrence Talbot or in, the, in this one, Larry Talbot, same thing. And over the phone, he calls... He calls Abbott and he, I think Abbott picks up. He calls and he, he says almost the same lines, not to say, I, I paraphrase a little of, uh, did you receive these packages? Uh, can make sure, uh, don't deliver these packages. Uh, so I, I kept it that similar kind of way. And then at the point where he turns into the werewolf over the phone, that's also, also done. That's why Steele's just like, oh, what the hell is this guy doing? Um, sort of growling over the phone. And that's why he hangs up abruptly. You know, if if I can find um, if I can find the the clip, I'll I'll insert the the actual audio from Abelin Costello meet Frankenstein again. Another film I highly suggest uh, if you haven't seen it. Hilarious, scary, uh, and and in that movie, all the monsters, with the exception of the creature and the mummy, are actually present in there. Although I did hear there was talks of putting the mummy in there, but it didn't actually pan out. Well, I highly suggest uh, checking out that movie as well. It's a great movie. Uh, I reference it because, you know, I love the movie. Same with the Monster Squad. But I'll, I'll get to the Monster Squad reference in just a bit. But yeah, definitely check out Adam Costello meets Frankenstein. Uh, the castle. The castle itself. The um, Oh, I forgot the name I used. Stoke. Stoke's Castle. Uh, the castle itself is uh, actually the stable house at Casa Loma. Uh, the only reason I used it is I, I work I work at Casa Loma. I don't work for Casa Loma. I work at Casa Loma for escape games. And uh, part of the stable house is one of, um, one of the escape games. But I don't actually go in. I just do everything from outside. And if you're wondering, like, why are some of these shots so, so shaky... Simply because I didn't want to draw attention because that is kind of like a high traffic area or and there's a resi residential around. I didn't want to draw too much attention. So I barely used the tripod. And when me and my sister were filming stuff, uh, you know, because you wanted to make it look like we're just uh, taking pictures of everything. 
so we held it in our hands. Obviously, we didn't have steady hands. Um, and I didn't want to pull out the tripod and everybody sees like what's going on. What's this? What's that? Uh, so that's why you'll see some of the shots shaky. And then um, steel is so even those gates, even those gates is uh, that's part of the stable house there. That's not actually Casaloma itself. Casaloma is actually down the street. Um, and that stable house, which is still the Casaloma grounds, is uh, Stokes Castle. Again, Stokes is uh, is uh, a reference to Bram Stoker's uh, Bram Stoke. I forget how to pronounce his name at the moment, but you know what I mean. And I wanted to do the whole werewolf versus vampire uh, sort of thing. That's why it's it's Stokes Castle, referencing that it is a vampire or Dracula of some sorts. And there's that whole kind of myth of werewolves hating vampires and vampires hating werewolves. And do not bring up Twilight, because Twilight is horrible garbage. Some people are in shock hearing me say that, but I'll say it again. Twilight is horrible garbage. No. Uh, if you want to watch something good of werewolves versus uh, ghost, uh, were, uh, I dropped it there. Werewolves versus vampires. There is an episode in the real Ghostbusters cartoon where they actually go to a village where it's werewolves and vampires live. I highly suggest that. Don't watch Twilight. Garbage. Anyways, moving on. So uh, Steel walks into some uh, bushy kind of areas, some foliage areas. And uh, that's actually in the backyard of uh, what we call the lodge at Castle Loma there. Uh, that's just, if, if, you, if you're familiar with Castle Loma, which is in Toronto, uh, across the street at the corner, there's this big house. And that's what we call the lodge. And that's where Henry Pellet, who is the owner uh, and, and the person who constructed Castle Loma, lived while ca the actual castle was being built. And uh, the only way to see inside there is if you play the escape game. We didn't go inside, obviously, but in the backyard, that is the backyard. Um, everything that was shot in the in the kind of like forest looking area is back there. Uh, as I said, this is the first time seeing the perspective from the monster in. Uh, oh, also back in the back in the backyard there, there's a family of skunks. So at one point we had to quickly film stuff and avoid the skunks because they were there. Uh, we didn't want to get sprayed. Uh, as I was saying, uh, this is the first time you see the perspective of the monster in the Steel Dossier series. And what it is simply is it was just my sister Diana holding the camera while she was doing the movement. So when you see her hand, it, it's her hand stretching out in that wolf uh, glove trying to grab the package. And then even, um, even when um, we were doing the shot of where the wolf man is behind me and I turn around, that was actually on a, she was holding a selfie stick. And then at one point um, had her extend the selfie stick so it looks like the monster's higher up or taller than he usually is. And uh, oh, oh little, little story, little story about the, the selfie stick. Originally, I was gonna use mine, but that same day, the selfie stick broke. <laughs> and luckily she had one, so we used hers. And this is where the reference to the Monster Squad comes in because I say there's only one way to prove you're the wolf man. And then I kick him in the nuts. And that's why he, he keels over and it's like, oh. oh. Which, by the way, all those all those um, growling wolf sound effects, they were sound effects. Well, I didn't do them. My sister didn't do them. They were, they were, they were actual sound effects. Not actual wolf man sound effects, but sound effects. 
And then uh, finally at the end there, it's me in the costume. Uh, I only did this because I I wanted it to be like the Wolfman is howling that he got his his package in the end. And I had to stand on the bench to get that shot with the castle in the background. Uh, and as you can see the mask, like I said, the mouth doesn't open and all those kind of things. So that's why it's just a quick look. Uh, woo, howl, and then down. I was on a bench. My sister had to sort of crouch down and aim the camera up so we can get that shot. And I kid you not, the, the light that's shining on it, it was just a flashlight. And we were surprised that it went that far. Because um, that was sort of the park area that's next to the stable house. And as I was filming that shot, there was a group of people sitting on a picnic table talking. And luckily we didn't need any sound uh from that actual shot so you can didn't matter if they were talking loud or not and uh that's that's it on the short itself uh the credits i did a little fun uh credit scene there i had uh i put uh, obviously baxter talbot was played by Ilya, but then for the wolfman i said it was played by baxter talbot even though i was dressed in the wolfman costume but i wanted to do a little fun tidbit there and that the wolfman is baxter talbot and at the current moment, uh, Howl at the Moon is the longest short in the series so far at 4 minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, like I said at the beginning of this whole podcast, th the goal was to have each short under 5 minutes. No longer, I wanted. I, I kept that time simply because I wanted, that was one of the goals. I wanted it to be under 5 minutes. And if people were going to watch the series... I wanted that they could watch it easily back to back, no problem. Uh, that's it. That's it for the Howl at the Moon. I think this is the most I ever talked uh, about one in the shorts. Uh, but I will leave you with this quote from Larry Talbot in Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein, where Larry Talbot says, Oh, wait, before I get into that, before I get into that, uh, I just want to thank you. Wait a minute. How am I going to? Let's just do it this way. So yeah, yeah, let's go back to the quote here. Larry Talbot says, Last night I went through another one of my horrible experiences. Many years ago, I was bitten by a werewolf. Now whenever the full moon rises, I turn into a wolf myself. So with that said, thank you very much for uh, listening to this podcast here. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it piqued your interest in the, the Wolfman there. I will say, I will say, if you want to listen to these, um, if you're, if you're watching this on YouTube and listening to it on YouTube, uh, the YouTube versions actually come out like a week or two weeks later. Uh, you can actually catch these videos. If you want to watch it through video, you can actually catch these videos on my Rumble. And uh, the audio version comes out on Spotify much earlier. So if you want to catch these episodes earlier, I highly suggest the Spotify and Rumble. Uh, or if you want to wait, you can wait on YouTube when they come out. It's all up to you. But thank you either way for um, joining me here. I'm glad you enjoyed it. If you did, leave a like, comment, uh, subscribe. Um, you know what? Give me a thumbs up. Give me a thumbs up. If you give me a thumbs up, my soul will feel it. <laughs> So with that said, enjoy, and remember, the next time you see a full moon, be careful, because someone could be a werewolf. You have a good one. <laughs>